Welcome back to Bold of You to Say. We're back with another Hello. episode. We talked about another Star Trek movie this this time. It's the Star Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan. The one I totally with watched it. The grandpa from Spy Kids 3. Um, mm-hmm. looking looking pretty good. Looking pretty good in this one. And we also talked about like Politics I don't know, the stuff. economy or something. Winnie the Pooh is now public domain. Uh hip hip hooray. Uh, that means that we can use them for whatever we want. Any kind of freaky shit. Uh, Betty White died recently. Uh, very tragic. We talked a bit about that. This is essentially her memorial special. Uh, we are the the first production to talk about it. Uh, don't don't look it up. Just trust me. But we're the first to talk about it. You heard it here first. Anyway. Uh, Timestamps are in the description, so you can skip around. You can skip a certain part if you want to do it or not. I I don't care. Uh, listen to what you want. If you want to stop listening now, go ahead. I I will never know, and I can't stop you. Leave us a review. Follow me on social media. Follow me on YouTube, and subscribe. Automatic downloads, new notifications, all that stuff. You know. Anyway. Let's, Let's just jump, jump into it. Into it. So what kind of music are you going to be doing? Oh, um, just like some of my own stuff. Um, nice. I, I kind of, I don't know. I'm just trying to write again. I've been um, kind of in a funk lately. So I didn't know you to... wrote music. Yeah, um, I wrote a song after my first breakup that was like all of my other friends were like, wow, it's a really good song. You're really good at this. And I was like, oh, thanks. Uh, so then I tried it again and I made another song and they were like, well, that's another really good song. You should do this more often. So, um, yeah, awesome. um, I'm just like I have all the tools that I need, you know, um, uh, and it's just about kind of like keeping like an open mind to not only like music that you listen to but also music that's in different genres so if you come upon like a, a chord progression that sounds good but sounds like it's a country song fucking go for it just like explore yeah. it you know there's no there's no use in just sticking to one genre if you can expand yourself yeah yeah, all the great musicians weren't tied down by like, oh, I I do this type of music, so I can't do anything mm-hmm. outside of that. Exactly. You know, like like Queen experiment experimented with genre. Uh, the the Beatles probably did. I'm not as familiar with them. I I've the who? I've learned the, oh, the, the 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 Beatles. They're they're this really underground band. You might not have heard of them. I mean, I maybe. Oh, it's the, but, the yeah, my, my favorite is, uh... indie band, Queen. I've I, I've learned yeah. a lot about them. I'm just like way into them. Um, yeah, man. Um, not th- or... that doesn't mean I just saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Like I've seen like actual like documentaries about them. <laughs> that kind of annoyed me because like I knew like like more than the layman about Queen before Bohemian Rhapsody came out, mm-hmm. and it just annoyed me how people were like like before I was kind of like, oh man, Freddie Mercury is actually kind of a cool dude. And they were like, who's Freddie Mercury? And then Bohemian Rhapsody came out and they're like, oh my God, Freddie Mercury. Yeah. And I was I like, mean, yo. Yeah. To be fair, we are all like talking about it like 30 years after the dude yeah. died. Um, so. 
So, you know, we're all new fans, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, it is kind of annoying when you like get into something, everyone's like, what's that? And then it becomes popular like, <laughs> and then like suddenly everyone is into it and it's like, well, I, I don't know. You kind of want credit for, for liking it first. Oh, I mean, I, a little bit, like at least some like do like, oh, hey, I, you know, Gavin introduced me to this and, you know now it's really awesome and you know yeah like i'm not saying like i I want like credit for being the world's first queen fan but no of course not i don't want like for instance in middle school i got into 21 pilots not so much into into them anymore but um i was like well guys you should listen to this band 21 pilots they're really good and they were all like whatever gavin (laughs) and they spit on my face um, yeah, yeah, I, I remember. I, mean, I was there. I was one of them. You you weren't in middle school with me, Alex. I I commute. I retroactively uh, commuted there so I could spit on your face and be yeah. in the story. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> I didn't it's learn a, how it's to a this shit. Um, <laughs> uh, and and then they got big and popular, and then they were like, "Oh, Twilight Pets," and I was like, "Fuck you." Yeah, I like you know. Twenty One Pilots before it was cool. Um, that's that's kind of yeah, how it I was did. with Black Panther. Like, I obviously love Marvel movies since like mm-hmm. twenty fourteen. I think is when I got into them. Uh, yeah. like a little after the Winter Soldier came out, I was like, oh, these are kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So like all through middle and high school, um, I was into Marvel movies, and. Like up until Black Panther came out, it's kind of like, oh, whatever. They're just, I'm not into them, whatever. You you fucking nerd. Like, I was never bullied for it, obviously, for liking the most popular movies in the world. Mm -hmm. But like, a lot of people, like, I know, I know people from school that uh, were not into Marvel at all. But then when Black Panther came out, you know, it's got, the, the actors that people like and, and all that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my God, this movie is so good. And like, it's an all right Marvel movie. Yeah. Like it is very middle of the road for mm-hmm. a Marvel movie. Yeah. Like it's not particularly great. It's not terrible. It's, it's a mm-hmm. good movie. It's competently made. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like they were all like this, mm-hmm. but like, I, I, saw I don't even people, I don't even know um, like what I what I want in that situation because obviously I want people to like the things that I think are good. Uh, mm-hmm. I think everyone does. Um, I don't know. I don't want like points for liking it first. I didn't. I'm not even the first person to like it. Obviously, but yeah, it's just. I, mean, I guess it's just a frustrating situation. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah, um, I saw a lot of people get into Black Panther after Chadwick Boseman died. And, like, I get that, where it's like, oh, I want to just see, like, how his acting was or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, there was this almost overzealous, like, flocking, I guess. That... Yeah, that happens whenever a celebrity dies. Yeah. Everyone gets, uh, like, like, shortly after anyone dies, they get, like, deified. Oh, totally. Like, yeah, um... it's like, what would this person do in this situation? I don't know, probably something similar that anyone else would do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're or just like, a person. Um, how Golden Girls is now, like, on top of Hulu right now. As it should be. As it should be, but it's only, it's mainly, be- not only, it's mainly because Betty White died recently. Yeah, that was actually one so. of the pieces of news that I wanted to get to. 
I yeah. had good news and bad news that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Bad news is, of course, Betty White died, which was, it, the timing was awful. Oh, terrible. Terrible, because did you see that article that came out like three days before she died? No, what about happened? how I think it was People Magazine. Um, hold on. If you Google Betty White, it should be one of the first things to come up still. Um, anyway, a few days before she died, there was this article that was written about how, like, you know, Betty White at 100, how she, how she stays so healthy. And and it's basically about how, like, full of life she is and how she's so, like, healthy. And then she dies, like, two, three days later. Well, like, okay, let Here's it's, the thing, though. It's like the like, like the. It's not funny, but like the irony is just unfortunate. But like, I I think the other thing that should be pointed out though is, um, you can be a healthy ninety eight year old or ninety nine oh, yeah. year old, and then well, die healthy the next healthy day. for a hundred years old is like terminally ill for like everyone else, you know. I I guess. I mean, it's just that, like, that's our life. Ex- that's our lifespan. About a hundred years. Yeah. To get about yeah, how healthy years can you lucky. be at a hundred um, years old? And uh, you know, I don't know. It's just because that article came out, and then she dies, and it's like, okay, but that doesn't mean she wasn't healthy. It just means that she, that she she died. This that's what you do when you're ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> you know exactly that's what happens. Um, so you can be healthy and be 99 and then also die of natural causes. Um, yeah, yeah that's my, that's my hot the, take. The, uh, original article. Hold on. God, I hate, I, I hate trying to read articles online because it like, they try to make you like accept all the trackers and shit that they put in the website. Yeah. God, why don't they just, I'm, I'm looking at an article about the article. Why don't they just, <laughs> it's easier to find an article about the article than it is to find the article. You know, they may have taken down the article. Maybe. Those cowards. Ah, here it is. Betty White reveals her secrets to a happy life at 100. Quote, I'm so lucky to be in such good health. And then she dies. The, it's it's the like, day. it's it's just unfortunate. It's just unfortunate timing. Yeah, it's pretty. Okay, you want to hear a funny story about unfortunate I hope that timing? happens to me, by the way. I hope that happens to me. An article is published about how healthy I am, then I just fucking die. You just die. But That's, not only die, you I, I'm die putting that in like, my will. You die of diseases that you kept private. Like Norm MacDonald. That's what I'm about to say. So, um, funny story. Uh, the day that Norm MacDonald died... I was talking to my mom. This is before we got the news. And I was like, you know, Norm MacDonald's a funny comedian. He's kind of a dick. But he's he's kind of funny. Yeah, you too, can't speak ill of the dead. I, exactly. But come on, he was kind of a dick. Just yeah. a little bit. He was funny, but just like... I thought it was funny things... when he was fired from SNL. Then they asked him to host like two years later. It was great. Um, I guess because he wouldn't shut up about O.J. Simpson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and in his monologue, he was like, yeah, I was fired two years ago. Then they asked <laughs> me to come back and host. <laughs> so either I'm really funny, or this place sucks. <laughs> but 
Uh, I was talking to my mom about Norm Macdonald, and I was like, yeah, funny guy, kind of is an asshole, though. Um, and then no less than 20, 30 minutes later, I get a notification on my phone. Norm Macdonald dies at the age of, like, 60-something. And I was like, oh, man, I jinxed it. S- shit. Holy shit, Gavin. You're out here killing people with your words. I know, man. Um, I think Norm Macdonald would find that funny, though. I think Norm would be he like... Would. He'd be like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> um, he would. Oh, he would find that funny. I, I don't talk one... about me, okay? I, I don't need you know, anything Alex, else man, on my plate. I have a friend named Alex Meyer, and you know he's a really funny guy. Kind of an ass sometimes, though. Uh, <laughs> you just mess up my personal details on purpose, don't you? A little bit, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> There was this one. And, you know, um, I, I'm thinking of changing it. I need I need a different name. Yeah. Because when you look me up on YouTube, okay, here here's something that happened like a couple What's days up? ago. I was I put up a clip from the podcast. It was us talking about Spider Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. And in on the end card, I wanted to link my channel. Mm-hmm. And I like typed into the search bar my own name, which is connected to the channel. Yeah. It did not come. There were like, there's like a wall of like zero to three subscriber channels with the same name as me. And then, of course, popular YouTuber Alex Myers, spelled M E Y E R S. Cool guy. Fuck him for having the same name as me. But yeah, yeah uh, it doesn't like when you scroll down to the bottom of the page in YouTube Studio, it doesn't like show more results. It just ends. So I had to like type in the link to my channel to link it on my own video. Nice. That's yeah, great. Yeah, if you look me up on YouTube, like I'll do it from my own account just to give myself a home field advantage. I will type in my own name. Alex Myers, M-E-Y-E-R-S, of course, comes up. Popular YouTuber. I keep scrolling. Just a bunch of his videos. Section titled For You. Nothing related to what I searched. Keep scrolling. Bunch of the other guys' videos. Yep, keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. Oh, there's another channel, Alex Meyer, spelled the same way as mine. Not what I'm looking for. Keep scrolling. Alex Myers versus Fred Heim. I guess there's a guy with my name that's like a cage fighter. Keep scrolling. A different guy with my name keep scrolling it's just endless you will never find me that's pretty cool <laughs> yeah i need a different name so anyone listening if you have any suggestions send them my way i'm desperate <laughs> um anyway i was going to say this thing about um fucking um norm mcdonald he had this one joke about oj simpson that just kills me every time oh ha-ha, like oj simpson he had like like OJ Simpson. Um, he said, uh, "Oh, something like OJ Simpson asked for um, Nicole. Was it Nicole Brown? Her name was that her name? I think so. Nicole Brown. He asked for her family not to be uh, at the in the court uh, proceedings because they're only reminded about how much more killing he has to do. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible." Um, that's great I love that he just doubled down after he was asked to stop he's like I'm gonna keep going now even harder 
Yeah, he probably yeah. wouldn't have gone past the first few had they not said anything. Right? Oh my gosh. If they just didn't make a big deal of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You never tell a comedian not to do something. Because then they're just going to do it until they die. Yeah. Mm. Like, literally. Yeah. Literally until they die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, R.I.P. Uh, Betty White, R.I.P. Norm MacDonald, you will be missed. Yes. I saw, in, I mean, I haven't, like, seen it firsthand, but apparently in the hours after her passing, people on Twitter were talking about how fuckable she was. That's awesome. That's, wow. That's really, um, all right. I mean, I won't. I won't argue with them, but too I mean, soon, man. Shame. Too soon. Too soon. It's she's still warm, guys. Come on. Wait until she is in the ground. Wait until her body shock. temperatures ambient room temperature, please. Yeah. But we do have good news to talk about. Winnie yeah. the Pooh is officially public domain. Fuck yeah, man. All yeah, right. Just wait of, until Disney just fights that. Yeah. Just wait until Disney fights that in the courts like they've been fighting for um, Mickey Mouse. Oh, yeah, for the past, like, 90 years. Yeah, and they're just going to get it extended. And then... Winnie the yeah, Pooh I'm surprised that they let this one go. Me too, a little. I think it... I don't know. Winnie I think the, they're kind of It's, it's got to be leash. old enough that, like, they couldn't do anything about it. Because uh, copyright is already extended so far. Yeah. I think it's just that Disney realized they're at the end of their leash with this whole, like, trying to extend the copyright. Because it's becoming, like, very clear that yeah. they're just trying to make more money. Apparently, Winnie the Pooh was published in 1926, originally. Wow, wow. Yeah. Wow. Does that mean For, Okay, Betty first White appeared was... by name on December 24th, 1925. Dude, Winnie the Pooh is younger than Betty White. Or was younger than Betty White. Betty White. At least she was public domain before she died. I wish she was public. <laughs> yeah, so in honor of that, um, I'm going to include Winnie the Pooh on the thumbnail for this episode just because we legally can now. Just because fuck you, Disney. I mean, I'll, I'll have to draw my own version of it, but it'll be there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it will it will be Winnie the Pooh by name. And you know what? Maybe I'll write my own Winnie the Pooh children's book. And the, and the entirety it. of the story is that Winnie the Pooh uh, just says, fuck you, Disney, and, and, oh, you, Disney. and, and says, says middle finger to them. And I legally can because the people own the character now, as yeah, we should. As we should, as we should. I love can reporting I, good news. Can I tell a story about YouTube real quick? Sure. I told Alex I wanted to say this on the podcast. So um, I like how Elon Musk, and by like, I mean very much dislike, and to an extent with Joe Rogan too, um, I love how- Joe Rogan um, has fallen off so hard. I don't know, man. I don't he, know he's, he's He's like been going with a new take lately that if you're fat, you should just die. <laughs> he used to be about like, hey man, like you can be fat, be fat all you want, um, but you're not going to be very happy. Yeah, and now he's like, if you're fat, we will, we should not organize any any of our society around you. Like, you know how he's like anti-vax now. 
He says uh, that we shouldn't, we should not take the vaccine, which objectively helps stop COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, we should just be like promoting healthy lifestyles, man. And I it, mean, like, you can do both. Yeah, you, keep in mind it's not mutually exclusive. You're no. allowed to be healthy and vaccinated. Right. It's like saying like your child isn't healthy because they weren't breastfed. Yeah. It's like it's, no, you can be breastfed and be healthy and not be it, breastfed. Yeah, and it's more complicated than that. And you can still be breastfed and be unhealthy and be uh, bottle fed and be unhealthy. All yeah. combinations are possible. But anyway, I love how Elon Musk and to an extent Joe Rogan have become arbiters of like like anything they say is instantly correct because Elon Musk makes rockets and is a billionaire and Joe Rogan. Yeah, I hate when people like are treated like they're like more trustworthy because they have money. Like when Bill yeah. Gates was like interviewed about like the vaccine and, and and COVID and everything, and people just like take his word for it. And they'll yeah. like take quotes and publish them and be like, see, Bill Gates says that we shouldn't let poor countries have the vaccine. And it's like, well, he maybe he has a direct financial interest in because well, he, he was he was saying that we should protect um, the uh, intellectual property rights of of uh, you know the, the patent holders for the for the vaccine because like poor countries have the facilities to produce the vaccine but they can't afford the rights to it to the to the intellectual property that's the pr- that's the problem that's why a lot of uh, developing countries can't get the vaccine in big enough numbers and if we just let them produce it on their own they don't need any yeah. of our help producing it if we just let them do it, they'll do it, and it'll help eradicate the disease. But yeah. Bill Gates was saying, no, we shouldn't do that. We got to protect the the corporate interests. And everyone was like, see, well, you know, he knows he owns Microsoft, so he's got to know about how to stop a, a, a disease. Obviously, the skills transfer. Yeah, no. Um, but anyway, so... My beef with YouTube now is um, I liked one like short video about like I watched it. I didn't even like it. I just watched it as a short video. Elon Musk, I think he was talking about mental health or something. And I was like, oh, okay, no, I I can like because everyone has their own like hot take on mental health and everyone is technically correct. Right. Um, And so I guess in a very abstract way. I mean, in a very abstract, like, I mean, I'm not talking about, like, if he was saying, don't take medications, they're bad for you, I'd be like, no, you're kind of full of shit. Uh, but it was, like, it was very much like a, like, you know, something about finding meaning or whatever, I don't know. Um, and I was like, okay, cool, I can kind of agree with that. And then my YouTube feed was inundated with a bunch of, like, Elon Musk's hot take on why, um, uh, why government just shouldn't exist and it should be all just corporations. Elon Musk's hot take, hot take on uh, why he doesn't have faith in the Biden administration. Uh, and then it went on to like Donald Trump MAGA shit. And it was like Donald Trump owning Kamala Harris, even though they've never talked. Um, I think it's goofy when people like take Elon Musk's word for it when he says that he shouldn't have to pay taxes. 
as if he's oh, yeah. like an that objective source on this matter. Well, like he, this is the way he rationalized it. He goes like, um, rich people are rich because they are good at allocating resources and poor people are poor because they're not good at allocating resources. Well, it's, allocating no, what resources? The poor exactly. don't have resources to well, allocate. Yeah. We don't all have apartheid minds, you mm -hmm. know? Uh, and, and he goes, uh, government is nothing but a, a corporation with a monopoly on violence or something, which... Well, he's right about the monopoly on violence, but it's not a corporation. It's, it's not no. at all the same thing. Well, it's like I, the opposite. I mean, it's a monopoly not on violence, on order. You know, it's well. It is a that, monopoly like, of violence. I mean, I mean, if that's what it comes to, I guess. I'm not. I'm like, not making a moral judgment on it. Oh but yeah. It is true. If you know, if, if if someone uses violence or or physical force to enforce the law, they're a vigilante and they get put away for that. But the police mm -hmm. are allowed to do it. The army mm -hmm. is allowed to do it. That's the monopoly yeah. of violence. I'm not making a moral well, judgment on yeah. it. Yeah. But just, that's I, just that's what it is. I just um like the way But it I is very it misleading my... to say it's a corporation with a monopoly of violence because the implications of that are are very uh different mm -hmm. than I guess reality. Yeah. Um and it, it paints government as um cuz like in my humble view um uh, government is what the constituents make it. And so, you know, if you don't... Or whoever's in power. Or whoever's in power. But that's why we have a democracy, or at least try to uphold one. Um, so, like, just fucking vote. Just vote. Fucking vote. God, just yeah. vote. Don't just vote. Vo vote at the very least, but also be politically active if you're yeah. able to. I understand it is very difficult for some people you know the the working class is often trampled because we can't organize mm -hmm. and even now like uh laws are trying to be or people are trying to change laws uh to make it so you can close like ballot counting or uh, not ballot counting um voting centers early and they're making it trying to make it so that like employers can um prevent you from leaving to go vote right like it's ridiculous yeah. The, the law as it stands right now, like an employer, like if you go to your employer and say, hey, I need time off so I can go and vote, your employer legally cannot say no. Yeah. Um, it, so like they're trying to make it so employers can say no to that. Can you see the issue with if a corporation has an interest in making you not vote? Yeah. Yeah, it's just amazing that, you know, I understand not being the most politically aware, but if you if if it's to the point where you're just not connecting the dots with looking at what is the best interest of of certain groups like corporations what is their interest what is happening what is the cause like people aren't connecting the dots and realizing like corporations hold a lot of power over us you know what, Alex? And you're we not should be fighting up, fighting Alex, against that. Shut up, Alex! You're not a billionaire who uh, who makes rockets, Alex. Oh yeah, that's right. It, it's like it's like how Elon Musk says, "No, I shouldn't pay taxes," and people are like, "Well, let's hear him out." But if I say I shouldn't pay taxes, then I am rightfully labeled as just someone that doesn't want to pay taxes. 
Mm-hmm. I'm labeled as greedy. Oh, you know what else he said about government too? He said, um, he's like, meanwhile, these people get, these companies get huge amounts of R and D money from the government, mm-hmm. from us, the taxpayers. Yeah. You know, that one, uh, that one thing that, uh, I think it was like a stimulus thing that the government gave Tesla so that it could, uh, you know, exist. Mm-hmm. Like with Remember the airlines, that? how the airlines were like, hey, look, we need money. How are we going to survive? Like like a week into the pandemic. And it's like, yeah. what, you have no savings? Yeah. But um, Elon Musk also said that um, taxes is only um, – is, is taking wealth from people who have shown competence in um, allocating their wealth – and giving it to an institution that has historically shown that's bad at allocating its resources. Yeah, yeah, that sounds an awful lot like taking money from the people and giving it to Tesla for R&D and SpaceX mm-hmm. for R&D because that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Like people can ju- Elon Musk can just say that and get away with it because people will not think about it critically for more than yeah. 2 seconds. Yeah. And also, like, he's trying. I, I don't. I just hate this idea that people hear that and they and they think, like, yeah, taxation is theft. We don't need government. And then, like, in their minds, it's like, I'll just work for a corporation and then work my way up. When really, everyone at the top of the corporation wants to stay at the top. Yeah, they're not just gonna like say, oh, that's another I've weird my thing. Fill. That's another yeah. weird thing. We we go on so much about how we love democracy and how mm-hmm. other countries are terrible because they don't have as much democracy as us. But when it comes to the workplace, it should be a rigid hierarchy and you should be able mm-hmm. to just be punished at any time for no reason. Like if you're an at-will employee, which is most employees, you can be fired for no reason. Oh, with yeah. No I, recourse. As, it, as it stands right now, if CVS just on a whim was like, Fuck you, Gavin. You're fired. I I would be out of a job, and um, that's it. That like yeah. I don't even I don't even get a reason. Like it and it's just like, like because unions because... are the most clear form of democracy for the workplace, but mm-hmm. we're a severely anti-union country. Yeah. Did you hear the story of when Volkswagen started a a, a car factory in somewhere in the U.S. and it's like one of their first or something and they set it all up they hired employees and they're like cool uh let's start a union and everyone went everyone was just like fuck you we don't want a union and volkswagen was like whoa wait what you don't want a union uh are you sure it really helps employees and everyone here was like no fuck you take advantage of us that is awful that's what america everyone like there's a, a certain irony there, right? Like, this is Volkswagen. Yeah. Th- this is the Nazi car company. Mm-hmm. Right? And they're like, yeah. hey, look, yeah. we've learned from our mistakes. Mm-hmm. We're not like that anymore. We've We're been given give a you second control. chance. We've, we've given up on the whole people want to be oppressed thing, okay? We've given so up on the work will set you free thing. Yeah, and we're giving you uh, the opportunity to form a union. We're encouraging it, in fact. We want yeah. to give you a, a fair share. We want to give you a, a fair shake, a fair amount of opportunity. And I, we want you to be rewarded fairly for your labor. Mm-hmm. And then the response to that from the workers was, no, fuck you. Work will set us free. We want to be oppressed. Step on our necks. Yeah, pretty much. 
Um, I also find it weird too, like hypothetically, and I don't plan on doing this in case CVS, which I know you're listening, CVS, uh, in case CVS is listening to this. But even if I would like talk to my coworkers and was like, hey, we should start a union just because like it would be good. They would just fire yeah, you us can all. Be fired. Yeah, you can be fired for that. Any reason. Any reason at all. They'd, just, they'd be like, okay, Gavin, you're done. Bye. Yeah. And like people will watch Hamilton and be like, oh, the United States is so cool. Yeah, we the mm-hmm. people. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the government owned and operated by the people. But mm-hmm. when you introduce the idea of workers owning mm-hmm. the means of production, how else are you going to say it? The means of production. Suddenly... You're un-American. You're anti-American, in fact. And if you believe saying, like, that the workers should own the means of production in the same way that, in theory, the people of the United States own what is public. It's crazy stuff, man. And um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I Like, I was talking to one guy at CVS once, and he was in the military as a pilot. And I was like, oh, man, I thought about going to the military, military to be a pilot, too. And we were just talking about that uh, a little bit. That's another and crazy somehow, thing about this country. Some yeah, re- military recruiters can just show up in high schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but uh, so essentially, it, the the conversation digressed into like politics a little bit, and it was respectful. It was completely respectful. But I was like, yeah, I mean, I think a universal health care system would be beneficial for most Americans. And he goes, well, that's too left for me. I was like, okay, how are we going to get meat bags to get shot for us? I mean, yeah. for uh, how are, how how will we convince people to join this fine institution of ours? Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, like people try to make it out like the military is like this bastion of like discipline and like good boys and good guys, you know, fighting for the right causes. You know, it's like a bunch of like. I don't want to insult the military, though. Well, like, it's the it, same problem as the police. The The kind of person that the job attracts mm-hmm. is incredibly problematic. Yeah. Like, did you hear? Okay. Quick story. Uh, there was this one uh, Navy, I think it was, he was like an admiral or something. And he got, like, kind of pushed into this, or not pushed in, he kind of accepted this whole, like, um, so this, oh God, it's a long story. Essentially, there was a whole thing about the Navy getting corrupted by some dock owner. And he would, he would give admirals and captains, like, gifts in the form of, like, vacations and prostitutes and drugs and blah, 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 blah. So that they would go, they would send their fleets to his dock to get refueled and everything. Hey, that's just uh, lobbying. That's an American tradition. Yeah, right. Um... And all the while, he was overcharging the U.S. military for his services, right? Based. Um, but, the, but the only reason they kept on going was for, like, the prostitutes and the expensive food and the hookers and the blah, 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 and the, you know. And these were admirals. These were people who were supposed to be the top of moral authority, really. You know? I just thought that was weird. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's just people at the end of the day. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Yeah, no institution is going to be like some bastion of decency or whatever. I guess especially not like, something like the military, the pro- the professional people shooters. 
You know, well, if you all... if any job description includes killing people, who is that going to attract? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it all goes back to like corruption isn't a uh, Democrat or Republican or military or uh, governmental issue. It's a human issue. We as humans are corruptible. So, I mean, so I guess there's a, a certain amount of, of grace I have for them where it's like, okay, you're just human. Like, I get it. But also, like, you swore an oath. Yeah. You know, you were. Well, you, my sympathy said, ends when their actions harm other people. Exactly. And you, like, so you swore an oath and you said, you said, I will accept payment and in exchange, I will do the things the military says for me to do. And if I am, if someone attempts to coerce me into a whole fraud scandal, I won't do it. Just to instantly do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, the thing that, that you described seems mostly harmless. You know, this guy bribing them so they'll go to his dock and then overcharging. Like, that's it's a fairly... as. As as crimes go, it's fairly victimless. Oh, oh, but here's the, I mean, fairly, I mean, there were some, here's how he put it. Here's how the guy put it, uh, who was at the head of it. The military couldn't solve the problem because if they fired everyone who was involved, they would not have any admiralty. That's awesome. <laughs> That's funny. It's kind of, it's a little, <laughs> it's a little it's funny when you funny. think about it. They wouldn't have like any leadership. <laughs> but... <laughs> But um, it, it's funny until you realize, like, what if a country wanted secrets? What if a country wanted um, not something that information that could endanger national security? What if a country, say, like China or Russia or Saudi Arabia or uh, whatever the case, what if they wanted information? You know, yeah, they easily, know. easily. Yeah, it gets pretty dicey. So. You know, I, it makes you wonder, like, with, with situations, like, remember those oil pipelines that kept on being hacked into by, like, like weird people? You know what I'm talking about? Not entirely. But you know what, so you know what a, my solution is to that problem with what? the, uh, the doc guy, like, corrupting the gover- the, uh, the, the army? What? Just give them everything he was offering them. Whatever it is, prostitutes blow the whole nine yards. Just give it to them so this guy can't, like, undercut the government. Just give it. Fuck it. Why not? Life is short. <laughs> I mean, you know, these people I, are out there laying down their lives for the oil companies. They deserve a little they bit deserve, of a They deserve prostitutes and blow. Some <laughs> people might hear what I say and think, I'm anti-American or I'm anti-army. I'm not anti-army. I am very pro the soldiers. I'm very pro those people as individuals. I think that they should get, you know, the, I, I view them as any other person. They should get what they need to survive. And if they're, you know, if, if they're doing dangerous things, they deserve to be compensated for it. Mm-hmm. I forgot what I was going to say, but, um, oh yeah. So there's, did a I distract you I, with the hookers and blow a little bit? Uh, Just like the dock worker. <laughs> so there was an oil pipeline that was hacked by, I think, some Russian hackers that the Russian government was totally not aware of, completely oblivious to. Um, 
and they ha hacked a pipeline in the United States and held it for ransom, essentially. They were like, hey, um, you know, give us the codes or, um, or give us the money and we'll give you the codes to break it out. With this whole, like, Admiral situation, it makes you wonder how many um, issues are, like, big-scale issues are caused by large-scale corruption. Yeah. My, what I wonder is, how are you able to hack a pipeline? Oh, there's computers that are um, in charge of keeping, like, oil pressure and stuff inside the pipeline. Yeah. So all they have to do is just shut down the pipeline and say, yeah. give us money. What I mean is, like, why, why are we making stuff like this that's hackable? I mean, I understand computers are very convenient for that kind of stuff, but if you can hack something as seemingly important as a pipeline yeah. or like like voting machines, why are those electronic? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. Like, why don't we paper, just make them analog? Paper ballots. Why don't you just... A lot of things, make... uh, unironically, a lot of things should still be analog. Parking brakes, yeah. why are those electronic? I don't know. Or voting machines, I think, should still be analog. Yeah, paper um, ballots, you can't hack those. Mm -hmm. Pipelines, I think, should be analog. Um, I think a lot of stuff should just still be analog. Yeah, yeah, you, you shouldn't be able to hack, like, a car, for example. You shouldn't yeah, be able to remotely disable the emergency brake. You should be able, you should have to work for it, okay? You should have to get <laughs> under the car, cut the line with your own bare hands, just like <laughs> Amen, the forefathers right. intended. Um, it's you shouldn't funny, be though, able to, like, to cut a... someone's brake lines with a laptop. <laughs> it's funny, though, if, like, there's a huge mass, like, hacking of cars. I have a Volkswagen Beetle from the 60s. Base. I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. I'll be yeah. okay. Yeah, I, I like creature comforts. I like, you know, I, I like Android Auto. I like uh, certain, like, infotainment stuff should be computerized. Like, you know, mm -hmm. the, the sound system, that should be controlled by computers, no problem. But anything that's, yeah. like, vital for functioning, that should not be computerized if it doesn't you know, have to be. Ridiculous. It's kind of ridiculous that um, they're making, I think, some, like, um, what are those, those, uh, they're making pacemakers now that are, like, Bluetooth. Um, <sighs> Why? Yeah. So you can sync your heartbeat to the to the beat of the music and then like <laughs> and then you can send the data directly to your doctor which i can get that that makes sense but like if you're an important dude or something and someone's just like i want him dead hack into his fucking pacemaker oh my and god stall yeah. his heart and like i'm sure facebook will eventually find a way to like monetize that like, oh, you, your account is not secure if you don't give us access to your pacemaker Mm -hmm. Give us your pacemaker. Give like, us I don't know how they would make money selling your heart information, but I'm sure yeah. they would. It's like I was saying to you uh, when we were uh, talking in person um, about how like Facebook, like with my mom's account uh, specifically, my mom, yeah, I made her a Facebook account so she could use my Oculus Quest. Yeah. And part of like making her profile, they were like, hey, you know, we're noticing... You're not posting any pictures of yourself yet because they expect you to post all of your yourself, oh, totally. your yeah. kids, whoever you're near, honestly, post yourself, their your, faces your, so your we can kids. get some get a get a profile of you going, you know, so we can make yeah. some serious money off your data to advertisers. Hell, send us they a were like, hey, too. we noticed you haven't posted your face yet. 
Send us one. Send Just us your one, face. Baby. Send us your face, baby. Send us your face. And that's just so goddamn creepy. It's a little like, yeah, uh, no. Yeah, so she can't use my quest. I'm never going to get a Facebook. Honestly, yeah. I mean, if you have, uh, to the listener, if you have a... I, I, I said this. I Actually, I don't think it made it into the show. I think I said it when we were talking in person, the, the bit that... I mistakenly did not record, but I said that the competitors to Oculus are very expensive. Like the Valve Index is $1,000 for the whole kit, and the HP Reverb G2, which just got a redesign actually, and it is improved, that's like $500. And I said, I don't think it comes with controllers. Uh, it, it, it does, apparently. They're not the best, but they work. And it has inside-out tracking, so you don't need external trackers. So yeah, $500, it's a bit more expensive than the Quest, and it needs a PC to run. But if you have a VR-ready PC... Go ahead with that if you want to experience VR without being in the clutches of Facebook. And Valve is also reportedly working on a, a standalone sort of Quest competitor. But Yeah, it sucks that Facebook has didn't a monopoly, you, basically, over budget standalone VR. Didn't you also say that like Facebook is pretty much selling these at a loss? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Facebook. Like since the, And by the way, I'm not calling them meta. I'm going to continue to deadname Facebook. Fuck Facebook. Facebook is selling the 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 Quest 2 units either at cost or at loss. They're subsidizing the cost of these because they can just do that because they're one of the biggest companies in the world. And they make the bulk of their money selling user data. Mm-hmm. And they also make money selling games and stuff for the Quest, but yeah, the data stuff mostly. Yeah. God, I hate Facebook. You know, I'm happy that... Okay, so technically I am connected with Facebook through my dormant Instagram account. Oh, yeah. And um, I'm just thinking about just deleting it. There's a lot of pictures from like when I was in high school that I might want to hold on to. Um, which, I mean, I could just download them from my Instagram account and then delete the account. So Sure, yeah. Yeah, fuck Facebook. Why don't I just do that? I, was I hate that, that Facebook is allowed to just buy their competition. Well, here's the thing, though. It's not that they're... So, yeah, like, they're buying their competition, but the competition often just wants to be bought by Facebook. Yeah, well, it's it's very common, the, the buy or bury scheme. What? So, when a company wants to get rid of competition, often, you know, big companies like Facebook, they will either buy their competition, like how they bought Instagram, or they will bury it like companies that we've never heard of because no one remembers them because they were buried and they do this through out competing them like brick and mortar stores like like walmart will move into an area undercut the prices they will lower their prices to something that local stores cannot compete with because they would lose too much money and go out of business so the deal is for these local businesses, these the the small companies, you either get bought or they just put you out of business. Yeah, yeah. And they're just they're allowed to just get away with it. In theory, it violates monopoly laws, but it's often the case that they just get away with it because mm-hmm. they can. Yeah. Um I mean I would like to mention though that like to an extent I am pro capitalism. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't mind think... capitalism when it comes to like 
entertainment, anything that's non-essential. I mean, capitalism is fine for that. Like, like video games. I don't mind that being like privately funded, but, a private but market, also whatever. Remember, like, for when you when you say essential stuff, like, yeah, I think milk should be subsidized. I think that food should be subsidized. I think that I think a lot of things that are necessary to be alive should be um, attainable by people, even if you're not employed, right? Um, right. But like, sounds you like know, you're far away from the microphone. I'm a little far away. I'm sorry. I changed my seat because this seat that I'm on right now is more comfortable. Uh, um, how's this? Bring this the better? mic closer, you hooligan. Is this better? If it feels like you're too close, you're close enough. Okay. So, like, if you look at, for instance, Gushers, no one would look at Gushers and say, yeah, every American needs to eat Gushers. Sure. But if they're tasty. Yeah. I would, if I had a pack of Gushers next to me, I would be, you would not hear me for the next maybe two minutes. I would be chowing down. And so when it comes to capitalism, I like things like that being capitalized. I think yeah. it's funny. I think it's like cute because it's like everyone loves Gushers. I mean, yeah, I don't get a sugar rush. I mean, everything in yeah. moderation. Capitalism like, is basically a game. You should, but and, and you should be allowed to play the game. But, you know, yeah. you shouldn't interfere with uh, our, you know, living um, but I, I do still way. think it, like companies it, like that should still be democratized. Like there should be unions and, and the yeah, workers should maybe put this way, production. Who knows? I, I like the fact that when I pay for gushers, my dollar goes into making more gushers. I enjoy that fact, right? I, I like, cause I like gushers and I, I don't want them to like monopolize every single fruit snack. I still like gummy bears. And if the company bought gummy bears, I'd be like, hey, hey, man, why'd you got to do that? But they're not. And Gushers is staying in its fucking lane. And fuck it. I like Gushers, man. I, you know, I like how this went from I like capitalism. It's okay. And then these parameters to like, fuck yeah, Gushers. Yeah. Capitalism is okay if it's like a non-threatening form of it. Like with Gushers. It's like they make them. They don't make them like either way. We're still living. Yeah. But when it comes to like something like the healthcare industry, I know I keep going back to it, but it's just a very easy example to go to. Um, healthcare, education, stuff like that. Uh, it should not be left up to the free market. Well, it, then why did should... you just become a doctor, Alex? Uh, because I don't want to. Lazy. Yeah. I think get people should be allowed to be a little lazy. Yeah, Good. I, I agree Good. I that. hope yeah. so. What if? Okay. Question for you. AOC walks in, like AOC DMs you for some random reason, and says, "Alex, I want you." Like, what's your response instantly? I would be incredibly flattered. By the way, tech I, talk moment. Uh, Anyway, I don't. I'll probably cut that. I, we just had a big tech segment. Where, where, where were we? Um, Gushers. Oh yeah, dominate. Oh yeah. If I get a, a DM from AOC and she says she wants me, I would be very flattered. I would not leave Haley for AOC. I would. I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't. I feel like, I feel like Haley. Would but be I like would be Alex, very flattered. I think Alex. I think Haley would be like. Alex, you only get one opportunity at this. Go to her. Yeah, I wouldn't leave her for just for night. Just not just for the night. Just I think, you know, I think Haley would let me do it. 
Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Let me let me get her expert opinion. Haley, what? are you available at the moment? Why? Can you come here? I'm eating. I, I have a hypothetical for you. Oh my god. All right, this this hypothetical is brought to you by Gavin. So I'm not saying I would or wouldn't do it, but let's just say I get a DM from AOC. She says that she wants me, but it, it's just for one night, one night only. Do you let me go for it? What? <laughs> what is this question? Because I think you would. I'm not saying I would or wouldn't. AOC doesn't want you. But if she did, that's the hypothetical. Am I invited? Yes. Oh, hey, yeah, hi. dude. I told you. Okay, wait, Haley, Haley, <laughs> Haley, come here. Oh, uh, Haley. Haley, can you put on those headphones there? Ugh. Gavin's trying to contact you. Haley, can you do me a favor? Me? Yeah, can you do me a favor? I need you to actually do me a favor, like an actual real world favor. What? Send me Alex's Venmo. He wants to Venmo me $70 for the microphone that I'm giving him. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Thank you. I appreciate you. No problem. I'm going back to eating my egg. You bastard. Using her against me like this. Yeah, man. Money talks, man. I love capitalism. Ah, she didn't close the door all the way. Hold on. I had to extend my whole body to close the door. <laughs> I didn't want to take my headphones off, and the cord is pretty short. So, um, uh... I heard this story once about this high school that was um, having like a mock election and you could like start your own party and become your own like your own whatever. And a kid started a communist party and they had to stop the whole election because the communist party Oh, I've heard this one. So funny. So, so funny. So funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know what that, you know what? That makes it more realistic. That makes it a more realistic democracy. election. Yeah. Because no, that is actually the school had to act painfully. as the CIA. The school had to be the United States. And yep. <laughs> <laughs> they had to do a little, a little South American coup. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh, that's fucking hilarious. I love democracy. It's, yeah, and it's so like transparent too. Oh, right. Totally. Like, we had to stop the election. because We've given up started... all pretense of democracy. Mm -hmm. Because someone had to make a communist party, and some other kids had to jump on the bandwagon. Hey, we said democracy in the sense that you get to vote for whoever fucks you over. Not like yeah. that. Not like this. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I think they also, like, the winning party got to, like, make rules that the entire school had to, like, implement. So, like... To an extent, yeah, I get it. How could it, but that like, go wrong? How could that go wrong? <laughs> I don't even like. It's not even a, a a problem unique to any one like fake political party. Like, yeah. if the communist kids get that power, are they any more dangerous than any other child in this building full of children? Why would mm -hmm. you make that a a thing that oh you can make a rule? What rule would they make that like? one would be enforced and and if if you because clearly the school wants them to implement something very harmless like casual fridays just do oh, casual yeah. fridays mm -hmm. how about how about um middle of the winter window open wool wednesdays 
That sounds that's awful. What I, that's what I think a communist party would do. To save on energy. Yeah. Window open. Winter window open. Werewolf Wednesday. You know what? Why not? Why? Okay. Why not? I love it. So we anyway, we should get through the rest Alex? of the. What was yeah. that? We watched a movie, didn't we, Alex? Yeah, we we did. Well, one of us watched a movie. Mm-hmm. Gavin assigned uh, Star Trek: The Wrath of Khan for me to watch, and he himself did not watch it. He says he's watched it within the year. I I know how it goes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I guess my opening thoughts pretty similar to the last Star Trek movie that we talked about. Uh, I think this series is very good at introducing you to its world. Like it starts off, they're in the middle of like a training exercise and Mm -hmm. it's, it's really easy to pick up on like the lore and, and, and everything of the universe. Like, like it's, they're just, you know, particularly good at making it. So like you kind of get what's going on. Like you're immediately immersed in this lived in universe, Mm -hmm. you know? And it, it very much feels like, because this is, of course, based on the TV series, it very much feels like you're watching an episode of a series. Yeah. With established yeah. characters, established settings, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I like that. All right. So, yeah. uh, we can give like a, a, a recap of the events of the movie for anyone that yeah, so doesn't know or have, hasn't seen it in a while. Essentially, in the original Star Trek TV series, um, they run into this probe. This is not the movie. This is like an episode of Star Trek. They run into this probe full of um, uh, essentially human, um, like, hybrids. Essentially human. Essentially human hybrids. They're genetically, like, perfect humans um, that were from uh, the nuclear war that in the universe takes place in the 1990s. And... They're just floating around in space because they got nothing better to do. One of the clones or augments or, or whatever is uh, named Khan. And he uh, tries to take over the ship and fails. And that's how we meet Khan originally. Um, now in this movie, they run into Khan again. Um, it's funny because uh, Chekhov, the, the um, Russian guy, um, recognizes um, uh, Khan, even though this is the first time he's met him. So when yeah, the episode, weird. yeah, the, I, I had epi- assumed that there was like some prior stuff that happened between them. Yeah. So um, Chekhov uh, wasn't a character on Star Trek when the uh, the the Khan episode aired on uh, TV. So oh. um, realistically, Chekhov wouldn't have known who Khan is. That's interesting. So um, what what was the deal? So they were. They were survivors of a what a nuclear war. There's a nuclear so war in the nineties. There's a a war in the nineties between these genetically perfect humans and normal civilization. The whole aspect, the whole like moral code or the moral thing lesson to take from it is that um, at least the saying is uh, what was it? Um, it's like better genetics. Um, Oh God! What was it? It's like better genetics uh, includes better. Um, oh gosh! Oh, superior genetics um, includes superior ambition, right? So they're genetically perfect humans, 
and they want to take over the world. They're just like, we're perfect and we're stronger than all other humans. What's stopping us from just taking this planet? And is this and like the, the like sci-fi definition of genetically perfect where it's like, they're just strong they and smart. They are Joe Rogan. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. They, all they don't need, they don't clones. need no vaccine. They don't need no vaccine. Um, is, it, is it like the vaguely defined sci-fi definition of quote unquote genetically perfect where it's like, like random deus ex machinas. Yes. Yeah. They can just do whatever the plot needs them to do. They can fly if they need to. They can't fly. Cause that's it's something inherent that humans can't do. But like, I, like their blood can bring people back from the dead, I guess. Um, right. Th- their blood can uh, cure essentially any disease. Um, and at, at what point do they stop being human? Because I, at last I heard, that's not a human trait. Uh, good question, Alex. Um, I think the main point is for, for these characters in this, and this plot is fuck you. Um, and don't yeah. think about it, bitch. Yeah. It seems to me like going off of what Star Trek has been from my understanding, it seems like any plot line involving like quote unquote genetically perfect people, uh, mm-hmm. any any storyline like that has a responsibility to be like, hey, maybe hold off on using words like genetically perfect. There was a yeah. certain German artist that said said shit like that, and uh, he took it in a weird direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the. I don't know. I feel like well, you have to remember too that Khan is um, the villain, and right, that right, Khan, yeah. I'm just, like, I'm, I loses. just, I, I hope that this, yeah, I hope the story isn't like, like I hope it, the story doesn't treat it like, yeah, these people are so cool. They're genetically perfect. No, no. yeah, it I, treats I, them I as arrogant dicks, essentially. Yeah, I figured. I just um, wanted to make sure. I mean, they're really smart, arrogant dicks, but they're arrogant dicks. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. With a really flawed hierarchical structure. Yeah. So these guys had like their own like society or whatever. So they um, were expelled into space or I think I I forget exactly how it worked. Um, They either were expelled into space or they were um, or they went in this. They left Earth themselves on a ship called the Botany Bay Um, and they crashed on some or then they met kirk in the original series and after that episode they crashed on a uh deserted planet and lived there for uh a couple decades until they meet them again in the wrath of Kana. yeah so kirk was supposed to like check in on them and he didn't nope just fuck them yeah i'm the more i watch See, of star <laughs> trek the more i get the impression that kirk just kind of sucks he's kind of a dick he's just so he's kind that's of the, thing, the worst like like, I would tell him, like, if I were his advisor, I would say, hey, Kirk, listen, buddy, just because morals, like, don't just leave him on a planet. If you're just gonna, if you're going to just leave him on a planet, just kill them. Just kill I always, them. Just every kill time them. I see Kirk show up on screen, I feel like he is going to start a sexual harassment lawsuit. Oh, totally. Like he is, his actions will result in, so, in someone feeling very uncomfortable and... HR getting involved. That's what they thought was sexy back then. Yeah. Like in the sixties, that was like, mm, yeah, Kirk. Mwah. Yeah. He just right? takes what he wants. He's he a real man. He just takes what he wants. He doesn't ask. He doesn't, lady. He, he just, he doesn't care what <laughs> other people want. 
And that's the thing, too. Like, in the newer Star very Trek movies, they really... Very caveman thought process. Oh, very Joe Rogan thought process. Very um, Ooga Booga hit lady Ooga... in head with stick, drag her to cave. There's an episode where of the original series where Kirk um, fucks a giant rock of silica. Sure, why not? Fuck, Fuck yeah, it. why not? Who cares? Like, Spock realizes it's, a, like, alive. And Kirk is like, what does it want? And he's like, it wants love. And Kirk is like, I got you. I'm gonna fuck that rock. I'm gonna fuck this goddamn rock. <laughs> so is it like a rock? Uh, is it a, a rock that looks like a person? Or is it just it's a It's just rock? a fucking rock. It's just a fucking rock. Of it's course it is. Fucking rock. A this is in the rock. series? This is in the original series. <sighs> I gotta get into that show. Dude, it's funny. Some of it is funny. I do like um, Dr. McCoy, though, because, like, there's so many Dr. times. Dr. McCoy he just... constantly feels like he's tired of everyone's shit, and I love it. He's, like, from the South. He's, like, he's just, like, I, there's this one episode or was one movie. Um, I think it's in the, one of the newer movies where um, Kirk is, like, is, like, McCoy, can you, can you fix this um, fucking torpedo? So that it has a certain like medical thing on board, and he goes, "Damn it, Jim! I'm a doctor, not a torpedo technician." <laughs> like it's like so obvious. Like why would you ask a doctor to do that? Love this man. I love him so much. I really like um, Spock too, because so many times Spock was just like, "Captain, are you sure that like <laughs> it's a rock, Captain? Are you sure you want to fuck a rock? Are you?" <laughs> Like it's my patriotic duty to fuck this rock. It's my duty, Spock, to make sure this rock feels my rock hard love. Yeah, and if you were if you somehow got I between them, it. you would be stuck between a rock and a hard place. Hard place. <laughs> uh a rock and a hard kirk. Oh, man. See, that's what that's what modern sci-fi is missing. I guarantee in the new Star Trek movies with Chris, what's his name, and the other guy. I guarantee yeah. not Chris once Pine. does anyone fuck a rock. No, no, no. Um, although, no, they just fuck like three titted ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got, I got into a very heated conversation about this with Jared once. About yeah, how what? a lot of sci-fi, like what's considered sexy is just mm-hmm. a human but with like blue skin three tits yeah or like a human that looks like a cat three tits yeah like a like, furry I, human that looks like a cat yeah on another planet but like all of like the sexual features are oh yeah very human like very exaggerated like waistline like thin yeah like to make anything sexy in sci-fi they just make it a human, human. woman mm-hmm. but not like old a old school star trek they just have him fuck a rock. Dude, he just fucks a rock. And yeah, I, mean, I, I, I believe that like if you're going to properly portray a sci-fi world, like, you know, in space and everything, you got to have a yeah. variety. Like it wouldn't like life in general just wouldn't be exclusively humanoid with like the occasional slug. It would be oh, yeah, mostly totally. shit that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. use your imagination, make up some new creatures, make totally. up an animal. Don't just do like human but different there is actually a weird episode of the original or of of next generation where uh dr bethany crush or a beverly crusher um fucks a ghost like in ghostbusters 
Does that happen in Ghost? Oh, yeah, that does happen in I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, wow. There was a ghost. He busted. The title was very accurate. Did he bust in the ghost? Probably. What happens if you have... Because now I'm getting really into Harry Potter again. What would happen if you busted in a ghost? I mean, you'd think it would just, like, shoot straight through them, right? Right? Cytoplasm? I mean, do the ghosts have a physical form? Like, are they, like, a metaphysical thing? Or is it, like, they're there, but they're, like, a mist? I don't know. I don't. I have not thought about this ever. So I mean, uh, obviously, ghosts aren't a real thing, no matter what anyone says. But um, like, actually, actually so it, Alex, they're real. Ghosts, so it depends wizard, on Alex. Depends on what you view a ghost as. If it's like an apparition, if it's like some misty thing, if it's Christmas like cytoplasm past. or whatever. Yeah, if it's Christmas yeah. past. Uh, if it's mm-hmm. the like the, the dementor-looking thing, the ghost of Christmas future. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess my Prince answer Philip. is it depends. Prince Philip, uh, <laughs> he was he was a ghoul, uh, which is a very it, it's a subtle distinction, but it's there. I feel like you know because like Prince Philip has to exist in in the Harry Potter universe. They have to have like <laughs> like seen him and been like, God, one of the magical keep creatures went into the real world. Keep in keep in mind, Harry Potter takes place in the nineties, I believe. Yeah, oh yeah, okay. Good point. Yeah, so he, he would be a little less ghoulish. He would look more human. Yeah, the Battle of Hogwarts was 1998. Yeah. Weird. That's crazy. That's crazy. Like, the Backstreet Just Boys were, were, were bye, still... Bye, bye, bye. They were alive back then. Yeah. And I think they're still think, alive okay. today, but they were alive you, back then, too. You'd have to think that, like, there was one wizard who was like, hey guys, like... Muggle music isn't terrible. Yeah. Like, there must have been some Hogwarts students walking around with, like, like a Walkman. The Beatles. Yeah. And they're like, what is this? And it's like, oh, it's a Walkman. It's a Muggle thing. Because it's like thing, the Wizards, but... they don't have a magical equivalent to, like, a, like any, any kind of music player. No, of course not. Well, really, they're more, they? like, stuck in the past because they still use, like, quills. Quills. And owls. But they yeah. have a zero carbon footprint. So obviously they wouldn't have any kind of music players. They probably just discovered musical instruments. No, they, they have that. They have like organs and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, like, but I'm saying they're the probably a new things. edition. It's only the obscure instruments. They don't have yeah, like a like guitar. They, they'll play like a live frog. <laughs> they'll play like, a, like a, a steam organ or like that one like... There's one instrument that Benjamin Franklin made that was like just a bunch of wet bowls that you would like rub and they'd make like a woo 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 woo. Hey, that's that stuff's awesome. <laughs> that's the hot shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Ben Franklin knew what was up. There's a reason he, did. he fucked so much. Dude, he fucked so much. So much. So much. I might buy a Harry Potter wand on Amazon. Yeah, if you're gonna buy one, make sure it's a nice one. It's not Dude, the kind just of thing like you con- wanna cheap out on. I hear all those like conservatives being like, "You don't need a Harry Potter wand. Waste of money." <sighs> yeah, like you can buy whatever you want as long as you're not like the poor's. I don't know. I just hate when rich people scold poor people about money, and it's like, "Well, mm-hmm. when have you made a wise financial decision?" Right? Unless, oh, unless when my like, dad died. Unless you're like the kind of person that like actually earned a bunch of money like if you're old money 
and you're talking shit about poor people like not knowing how to like invest or whatever fuck you if you inherited your wealth you do not get to talk to anyone about how poorly they're managing their finances it's like trust me if i had resources to allocate i would allocate them in in a a worthy manner Mm -hmm. Mm, the poor just don't know how to organize their stock portfolio yeah no, I can't afford to get a stock portfolio because I'm too busy working. Yeah, liter- literally, so many people are working paycheck to paycheck. But no, the problem is that they're just not investing in the right stocks. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to buy into that Ben Shapiro talking point of like, um, people are poor because they're just bad with money. And it's like, no, some people are just given a really shit rap. Some people are rich and they're bad with money, but they're still rich. I <laughs> wonder yeah. why that could be. Yeah, because they have a lot of money in their trust funds, trust funds, trust fund. Yeah, it's almost like the system is designed in their favor, and they don't have as much day-to-day risk as, you know, most most Josh most Mo. people, you know, the working yeah. poor. <laughs> like, if you, like, if you break a limb in this country, one, you can't work. Two, you have to go to the hospital. So you're bankrupt. You have no fucking yeah. money left. You know, I feel like we've had this conversation before. <laughs> we probably have. I think we've had it before in this sh- in the- in this episode. Like um, multiple times. It's hard to keep track. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the wrath of Khan. Sp- speaking of, <laughs> of non-political escapist television. Um, yeah. So yeah, we were talking about Khan, uh, Captain Kirk just fucked over these people. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So they were supposed to Granted, land on a nice planet, these... the nice planet exploded, they're on the shit planet, and they can't get mm-hmm. off the shit planet. Then they can get off the shit planet, and they're like, hey, fuck you, Kirk, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. ruin your day. I mean, granted, they could have also just left. Like, they had a ship that functioned, they could have yeah. just been like, see ya, but Khan was like, no, I want revenge. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, a, Which, it's sort of an explanation of, like, the dangers of of revenge. But, like, you which know? also is a very human trait. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we are vengeful, vengeful creatures, so, like, I get it. But yeah. also, like, Kirk had it coming, yeah. I'd say. For sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah, Kirk is just kind of a scumbag. But yeah, like the one guy bit. with the with Khan, he was like, "Hey, you know, we we have what we want. We can go anywhere we want. Let's just get yeah. out of here." It's just, and Khan's like, "No." Khan by is the like, way, "No, I'm." By the way, did you What's know up? that the guy that yeah. plays Khan uh, plays the grandpa from Spy Kids three? Is that right? I thought that was interesting. That's really cool. Um, he's also fucking ripped. Did you know that? That's awesome. Good for him, dude. I just love, and it's not even because he works out. It's just because that's how he is lucky bastard like yeah like shit like people were like did you work out for that role and he's like nope that's just that's just me and you know what's also cool and this is what i also love about like 80s cinema um at least good 80s cinema um they didn't just recast a new con they got their original con from the original series to play con again that's awesome i like it when they do that you know if you don't have to recast then don't yeah, totally. He's still alive, he's still kicking, and he still played the character great. You know, I really liked his acting. His acting in the in that movie was really good. It, you believe that he is actually demented. Yeah. Yeah, good performances all around. 
Like, I, I really believe that William Shatner is a scumbag. Probably. He's actually kind he of a cool guy. Is. I think oh, William is? Shatner is okay. Cool? Okay. I think he's okay. He's actually 90 now. He's 90 now. Wow. He's 90 years old. What does he look I got to see what he looks like. He now. actually looks pretty young. I'm not going to lie. He looks good for 90. Good for him. If he's a good guy, I'm sorry for what I said about his vibes. So I was only he going off, off just how he looks. He gave off, like, he was, there were reports that when he was, like, working on these movies, he would, like, intentionally try to get the limelight. And, like, yeah, it was I mean, only that's because, just, that's actors. Because after um, the original series was canceled, um, he was, like, incredibly poor for a long time. Oh. And so, like, because. He, he is 90. My God. Mm-hmm. Um, he was really poor for, like, a long-ass time. And um, when the original series got popular, uh, through reruns, by the way, people really liked Spock, right? People were like, Spock is awesome. And so they wanted to see more Spock. And so Kirk was afraid that he might be written out because people liked Spock more. So he, like, intentionally tried to get the limelight so he wouldn't be kicked off the the cast. Um, Yeah, that's very understandable. mm -hmm. But uh, Star Trek is revolutionary that had... I think one of the first, if not the first, um, interracial kiss on yeah. television. Yeah, I've heard of that. I believe it is the first. And yeah, I I think the network was like, "Hey, we don't want this bad press. We just, just lay off on the progress, okay?" I know and this Jim show Ronder, is about progress and yeah. how the future is going to be more inclusive and and integrated. But hey, you know what Gene Roddenberry said. What it? What it? Wait, who? First of all, who is that? And second of Gene all, what did he say? Gene Roddenberry is the creator of Star Trek. Okay, I yeah. did not know that. So he, yeah, he wrote the show and everything. But um, uh, so the creator, the the studio was like, hey, so how about we reel it back with this stuff? And he goes, hey, how about you fuck yourself? I don't think he said that. Like, I, <laughs> I hope he did. I, I wish he was like, hey, how about you racist assholes go fuck yourself? Um, and let Kirk kiss whoever he wants to fucking kiss. I mean, not in a creepy way, though. Like, oh, maybe in right, a creepy way. Oh, right, with consent. With consent. I let mean, Let him kiss I'm not a sure. rock if the rock wants it. Fuck it. He's got to fuck not, a rock. Not Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No, a, a rock. A, a rock. Yes. rock. A rock of silica. Um, yep. Um, so is this like a talking rock? Or was it it's, just it's a like, rock? It has they, like, like an energy going through it. Yeah, pretty much. And like Spock can kind of click into it. So if you were to just, if you were to encounter this rock, there would be nothing that immediately stands out to you that it's anything. Not as a but human. It's just a rock. Like it's just a just fucking a rock. rock. Just a fucking rock. A glowing <laughs> fucking rock. Yeah. God, I love Like just Google this. Star just Trek. Google this. Look up Spock, or not Spock, Kirk fucks rock. All right, I'm Googling it. Or it has sex with or intercourse with rock. Right, I'm looking. It's kind of funny because you just see him like hugging this rock and you're like, okay. Is it is it there? Did I'm I lie looking. to you? Okay, I'm not seeing it. Maybe I'm just not typing in the right things. Hang on. Let me look this oh, up. Star Star Trek. Maybe that'll help. I accidentally just No, I can't find oh it. Oh my god, that's funny too, because the rock that he's holding looks like a penis. That's awesome. What what were you able to find? A picture of Kirk standing, granted, fully clothed, holding a rock that looks like a penis. Yeah, you gotta but, send me that. Okay. I'm not sure if that's the right episode, though. 
Okay, let me fix my search history also. <laughs> Let's fix this to make sure. When I Something Google Star right Trek now. Kirk fucks rock, some some porn came up, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> All right, I got the link you sent. That is a penis. That is a <laughs> penis-shaped rock. That rock, <laughs> I don't know how else to say it, is a penis. That's a penis. Like, I and don't he, know. He fucked that rock. You know, for some reason, I was imagining like a large boulder. Yeah, I there's a, I swear it's somewhere. I that's not the right episode, but like Okay. Oh my gosh. It's a really funny thing to watch. That's awesome. I love it when any like when any fictional universe gets to go on long enough to have just weird shit happen in canon. Dude, it was only the third season. It was only the third season. It wow. got canceled and it's third season. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. That's a real chin scratcher, isn't it? Mm-hmm. God, I love Star Trek. Dude, it's good good stuff. It, so it anyway, just doesn't uh, get old. A big part of The Wrath of Khan, the movie that we watched, mm -hmm. uh, is the Genesis device. Uh, yeah. And we talked a little bit about it, I believe, when we talked about... Um, uh, what was the name of it? The other movie that we watched. Um, uh, Star like Trek Genesis. Un unknown Country. Undiscovered Country. Undiscovered Country. My bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when we were talking How about that movie, I believe you, you brought up the Genesis device. Yeah. And the the whole like crux of it is like, hey, what happens if you like like one of the one of the moral questions asked is, you know, what yeah. would you would you uh save one species if it meant wiping out another with this device? Yeah. It wasn't really explored as much as I would have liked. Like a lot of the the conflict in the movie with revolved around just like Khan being mean for a while. Yeah. I would have liked more exploration of the implications of the Genesis device. Yeah, I mean there's a whole rigmarole between like Star Starfleet and the Klingons because the Klingons are like this is clearly a, a weapon to use against Klingons. Yeah, and so does does the Genesis device show up in other uh installments in the franchise? I don't think so. Because then there's also Star Trek Genesis, I think. I think. Where it actually, like, they it goes off and everything, but... Okay. Um, uh, I think that actually happened before the Undiscovered Country. Was it? Maybe it was Rathacon Genesis and then Undiscovered... Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. But um, essentially, like, the Klingons are like, this is a weapon to use against us. Um... And Starfleet is like, no, it's not. We just want to inhabit, like, and we want to make it easier for us to inhabit, um, like, dead worlds. And the Klingons are like, but can't you also use this on a living world and it'll just erase all life? And they're like, yes, but we won't do that. And that's the whole crux of the conversation there. Yeah. I'm finding an episode of The Next Generation called Genesis, but it doesn't look related. No. I don't think there's another... Uh, thing regarding the Genesis thing. Yeah, because like, well, Star Trek has like a, at least to me, it seems to have a high standard of like, you know, philosophical exploration. Yeah. Until it doesn't. Until it's until just it kind of like... Until it comes to Kirk just fucking a rock. Fucking a rock. Then it's like, okay. But there is one episode that revolves around abortion and that was a really good one. Okay. Um, essentially, the Chip's counselor, Deanna Troy, 
gets impregnated by a like a non-temporal alien and like against her will by the way she i mean what not does against that mean, her will temporal it means like it doesn't have a body it's just like an energy oh, but it's okay. like a living thing um so it's like and, it's like an immaculate conception kind of thing sort of yeah um and so she gets pregnant with a child and um everyone's like we need to make plans to for the abortion and everything and then uh captain picard is like um yeah we need to figure out first off like how would we abort this fetus and well first off we need to figure out does she actually want to keep the baby that's the biggest question right yeah and um deanna troy just flat out says i want to keep the child and then that's the end of the discussion like i like i like that because it really exemplifies what pro-choice is yeah, right? where it's like that is pretty, it's like, that's a pretty good representation of it. It's not that we want to kill a child; it's that we want you to have the choice to carry a pregnancy to term. Yeah, you right? can be anti-abortion but still pro-choice. Yeah, um, those things aren't mutually exclusive, right? Yeah. And so, um, I just like how Captain Kirk really, or Captain Kirk, Captain Picard takes um, kind of like the the initiative there, where she goes, "I want to keep the child." He goes, "Well, that's in the discussion then." Cool. It's your body, your choice. It's pretty good. Um, pretty good. And you know, it's and that's in the eighties, man. That's like in the eighties, early nineties. And um, yeah, pretty ahead know, of its time to be really that nuanced it about it too. Yeah, like that's what that's what it's about. It, and she carries the child to term, and the child gets born. I won't spoil the plot of it for you, but um, good episode. Do you want to know the episode name? If you want, yeah. Watch what it? is it? Um, let me see. Do you have, you have Hulu, right? Yeah. Gotcha. Um, it's, uh, called The Child. It's season two, episode one. All right, I'm looking it up. All right, what is it, The Child? Yeah. Yeah, I'll add that to my stuff. Awesome, awesome. Uh, really good. Oh, and I see, I see the next, uh, movie in the, in the series is Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. gonna, I, I was gonna ask you about that. Mm-hmm. Spock, spoiler alert. Uh, I should have said at the beginning, spoilers for Star Trek, The Wrath of Khan. Um, so Spock dies at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the fuck is up with that? What happened? So. Why is he, um, why is he back in the undiscovered country f- four movies later if he dies um, in The Wrath of Khan? I think you should, watch, you should watch The Search for Spock to figure that out. Well, shit. Yeah. I will, I'll spoil it for you, though, if you want, to, if you want it spoiled. Well, I'll go to the details. I'll look at the synopsis and see what it says. I'm sure it's like, wanna, we received no, a mysterious I'll, transmission from deep space. Actually, um, no, not like that. Oh, all right. I'm, I've got the synopsis up. Admiral Kirk's defeat of Khan and the creation of the Genesis planet are empty victories. Spock is dead and McCoy is inexplicably being driven insane. Then a visit from Sarek, Spock's father, provides a startling revelation. Spock had a twin. Spoke. Name is Spoke. <laughs> spoke we we have followed the tv rule of naming twins similar names and having them look identical yeah well shit i guess that's another movie i have to watch was that a wikipedia thing no that was the thing on hulu oh it gets the description for the movie um so can i tell you what happens <laughs> sure so essentially, um, before uh, Spock does the heroic, like, you know, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few and dies in that radiation thing, um, yeah. 
uh, he mind melts with Dr. McCoy and sends his consciousness to Dr. McCoy. Like a cop, like as if he was just copying his hard drive onto Dr. McCoy. Right? Oh, of course. Of course. Um, like you And then do. he goes and like, as you, you know, every, that's my Friday night, you know? Um, and then he dies. Um, and then they shoot the casket and onto the Genesis planet. Right. Well, Spock's body like interacts with the Genesis planet. God, I and, knew it was going to be something with that. And makes a new Spock. And someone like they end up doing like scans of the Genesis planet and they're like, there's a life form on the surface and it's Vulcan. The fuck? <laughs> and they end up getting Spock back. Um, and uh, yeah, that's just basically how it works. Well, sounds like the search was pretty short if they know where he is. Well, they, they I don't know. They didn't exactly know it was Spock until they tested the DNA and stuff. But the, of course, uh, they don't have to do like a week long DNA test. It's Star Trek. So they just like. Oh, yeah. scan them and they're like oh that's spock dna test shows that's another funny thing about star trek like they have like all these futuristic technologies like you know, instant like dna scan oh we know what's spock like and then the yeah and dr mccoy can just like cure cancer with a with a with a little bit of tylenol but yeah. they still have these big bulky displays yeah for video calling mm-hmm. yeah it's great i love it um, like our our phones are more advanced than most technology in Star Trek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just um, with well, the sheer number of things that they can do, and mm-hmm. w- with the size that it is, like they're communicators. Exactly. You can do video calls. Uh, yeah. You can take pictures. You can record mm-hmm. audio and video. Yeah. You you can look at porn. <laughs> Just like anything. <laughs> You can use it to pay for things. You can use it to pay for things at the grocery store. And you can access the internet on them from anywhere. Dude, the same thing I use to pay my taxes, I also use to watch porn. I love living in the future. Dude, the future is now. It's great. Like, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I wanted to get to in recommendations. Yeah. Um, But yeah, just like watching that show which is a period piece of course it takes place in the 50s and now the 60s i just started season three um yeah it makes me appreciate how far we've come technologically it's like how they need to like go to a phone put in money to call people Mm -hmm. you know a long distance calling that's a weird thing you know getting charged more for calling a further away place yeah yeah now you don't even need a phone number. You can just like call them on like Skype, Discord, Snapchat, whatever. Mm-hmm. In fact, and like how long is long distance to them? Is that like a long city di- away? Long distance. Um, so Susie, you, you know, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, right? Yeah, like you've yeah, seen yeah, yeah, yeah. So Susie, uh, Mrs. Maisel's manager, mm-hmm. uh, she gets a phone and for long distance she gets charged long distance if she calls someone more than two miles away <laughs> what yep and she calls That's the office distance. for the phone company which is in harlem and she gets mm-hmm. charged long distance for that i love it i love that dude i don't pay my my phone bill because uh my parents do and that's pretty cool and i can call anyone yeah I got mobile because I like the cost. I like I like I like the I like the price of it. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did Ryan Reynolds use start it up north mid-mobile? though? 
cell phone coverage in Benzie is terrible. Yeah, I bet. Did uh, Ryan Reynolds start Mint Mobile, or what happened there? I think he just bought it. Oh, gotcha. But at least he doesn't call himself the founder. Yeah. Like a certain tech billionaire named Elon Musk. Mm. Or Jeff Bezos. Well, Jeff Bezos, I mean, he actually started Amazon. But oh, yeah. Elon Musk did not found uh, Tesla. He did not. He's, he's credited mm-hmm. as the founder, but mm-hmm. he just bought it. And he bought the yeah. title of founder, mm-hmm. which you can just do, I guess. That's weird, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like if I bought Google and was like, I'm the founder of Google. Yeah. God, I, I hate the system things are just so awful yeah things are good though too like good movie yeah man good movie you're out the con man fuck yeah yeah good performances cool stuff i just say yeah i wish i wish that the genesis stuff was explored more because it it really seems like they're going to go into like the debate like is this Mm -hmm. a bioweapon is it an opportunity to make sure that to ensure that life goes on mm-hmm. you know who are the you know it should be in good hands but who are the good mm-hmm. hands is it the federation should they just decide what to do with it yeah who knows yeah it's kind of disappointing that it doesn't seem to be explored in uh in any other in any other way in the in the series yeah. Just out of out of curiosity, have you seen the new Star Trek movies, like the ones that they've made in the recent years? I have, and I I, I liked them. Um, I just um, I wish this is the my only issue with them is that they are in a different universe in the main Prime universe, and mm-hmm. so things are just slightly different. And it's just like just stick with a fucking universe. Just stick with yeah. one. You don't need eight universes where Christopher Pike's still alive, which was the one of the original captains of the Enterprise. You know, you don't need a universe where instead of Spock, instead of Spock dying, Kirk dies and is saved by Khan's blood. Like, just fucking stick with the universe. Yeah, it's kind of like in Star Wars prequels when they made everything, like, more technologically advanced. Mm-hmm. And then we're supposed to believe that the original trilogy takes place after that. Yeah, I just I don't like know, man. stick with the stick with the established canon, I guess. You yeah, know? yeah. But anyway, I was going to ask you: uh, mm-hmm. Do they explore philosophical ideas like that to the same degree that you see in the original series, these movies that we've watched, and like the Next Generation, or is it more like actiony? Well, you have to understand that that audiences today are kind of exposed now to those philosophical questions so like yeah yeah it's it's less groundbreaking but it's less it, does it does it still like, have that kind of that kind of nature to it a little bit like there's it's more on because like right now our big thing it's like it, yeah to answer your question yes but in a different way okay. um <clears throat> like our big thing today is like saving our planet right with climate change and everything like that's our big goal which we're not gonna do and we uh are doomed is my opinion um yeah uh that's it our future was bought and sold and we're fucked yeah anyway all because of uh, you know capitalism the system that if it was just relegated to gushers we would be fine <laughs> just but no we had just we just we had to treat our forests our health 
are water like their gushers. Yeah. We don't see the difference between commodities like candy and mm-hmm. things that we need. Forests, water, food, health, shelter. Certain yeah. things just shouldn't be left up to free market forces. Mm-hmm. Cuz there is no free so, market. There's no such thing as a free market. So so anyway. <laughs> so anyway, uh in the in the newer movies um uh they find a planet that has a volcano and if it explodes the entire planet would have been destroyed and it has like an intelligent species of of people they're in their like hunter gatherer phase of development so like oh okay they're not advanced at all um so kirk decides to it like detonate a like a freezing thing Excuse me. <sighs> a freezy thing into the volcano so that all the lava will freeze because that's how it works. Um, and does and that have say, like effects on the ecosystem? Uh, he didn't think about that. <laughs> oh, so of course, because it, it's Kirk. It's because it's Kirk. Um, also, there's a thing, you know, the prime directive, right? Remind me. So the prime directive in Star Trek is like, if there is a civilization that is a pre-warp drive civilization, don't fuck with them. Like, don't fuck with them in, like, war. Don't fuck with them as in, like, don't give them technology. Don't talk okay. to them. Don't interact with them. So it's until like Eternals can... rules. Yeah. I mean, there are some some things that are, like, it's, like a, it's a hard rule, but there are some situations that kind of, like, skim the line. So, like, I don't know. If there's a civilization that's just kind of caught in the mix between two other species... And so they know that there are other species out there and are kind of accustomed to it. That's kind of like a, well, they're already kind of warmed up to us, aren't they? But like this, this civilization in the movie doesn't have warp drive, don't even have electricity. And they, the way, the only way to, to pull that whole stunt off with freezing the volcano uh, and other hijinks that happens in that plot was to um, essentially show the Enterprise in clear view to the people on that planet, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, when when Starfleet hears about what Kirk did, they're like, you understand, they just, they're, they don't even have electricity, and they see a flying fucking ship. Oh yeah, they, they 100% just started a religion. Yeah, they did, completely. And they just see this giant flying city, um, just zoom off into the heavens, never yep. to be seen again. Like just you see like, the issue. They with did that, some ancient right? aliens shit. Oh, totally. And then they start worshiping the Enterprise, right? And so that happens. So that's why they have the Prime Directive, essentially. <sighs> Sorry, I'm I'm getting a little tired. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I'm getting a little tired too. Um, let's try to wrap up soon. So, um. Yeah, Wrath of Khan, good movie. Uh, I love the Star Trek franchise. I, I like, um, I, yeah, I like what it represents. You know, I, I like the uh, optimism shown in a, you know, just its existence, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. it shows what we could be if we choose oh, yeah. to be you know, better, I guess. Mm-hmm. Although it can be a little whole, like, preachy you know, sometimes. What was that? It can be a little preachy sometimes. Eh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, you can't really be like that without being a little preachy from time to time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I could see it being a little like saying the message to the camera, you know? Oh, yeah, like the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Yeah, which like seems like more of a suggestion, right? Because you can interpret yeah, that of. in so many ways. Mm-hmm. It's more of like a, an abstract idea than a hard and fast rule. Yeah, yeah, so it's I like, get you. What are the needs, right? Yeah. What is a need? Is mm-hmm. is a is an egg McMuffin in the morning a need, or is not being on a ventilator oh, a need? When you're when you're hungover, an egg McMuffin is definitely a need. Is is a uh, is an old person's need to get an egg McMuffin a a a harder a more important need than you know people's need to not be at work if they're sick, right? Yeah. 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 That's all. That's it. Overall, 8-Bit Christmas, pretty good movie. 8-Bit Christmas, amazing movie. I couldn't have watched a better movie. And you did watch it. I did. I did watch mm-hmm. it, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Um, I have to go to the bathroom, then we can get to recommendations. Awesome possum. All right, I'm back. I have really good timing because now I have to pee and I didn't want to go until you came back because I didn't want you to just be back and hear silence. So uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Hello. Took you long enough. No, it actually I'm didn't sorry. Take I had a jerk off too. Oh, understandable. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did it uh, during the introduction uh, just so it wouldn't get in the way later. That's smart. Yeah. So uh, I shared the show notes with you. If you have anything to add to recommendations of the week, uh, add it. Whatever you've been watching, reading, listening to, add it. Add it whatever. I've been watching, like I said earlier, I've been watching uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It's a really good show. Uh, yeah, Watch it. I, I normally, I don't condone giving Jeff Bezos money, but if you're already subscribed to Amazon Prime, uh, yeah, it's a good show. There's four seasons out now, and I think they're putting out a fifth soon. It's uh, it's about a woman in the fifties, you know, standard housewife kind of deal, uh, and and she gets into stand up and she gets really successful with it, and uh, that's basically the premise. It's pretty good. Um, it's really like accurate when it when it comes to portraying like the the stand up experience. Like, you know, first time bombing, that kind of stuff. I, I talked about it last episode. But um, also, like, the day-to-day stuff. Like, when people find out that you're a comedian, a lot of times they'll say, oh, tell me a joke. And it, it absolutely does not work that way. You know, it's like it's like if you're a musician and someone's like, oh, sing me a song. Like, it, it doesn't really work that way. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you try, like, dis- if you try to describe like the stuff that you talk about on stage, just like in conversation, it never translates. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's... Hey, do you want to hear a cat? Do you want to hear a cat? Probably. Yeah. Did you hear that? It, Discord isn't picking it up, but I'm sure it'll show up in the recording. It's not even showing up in the recording. Oh, that's weird. She's purring really loudly too. Huh. She's my little baby well, I'm sure girl. It'll, I'm sure it'll be there. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's a good show. Really great. We, I, Haley and I just started season three and we've, we've just been breezing through it. It's so good. Have you been watching anything or listening to anything or reading anything or, well, I, I want to start reading experiencing the Harry anything. 
Oh yeah, you were saying that you were getting back into Harry Potter. Yeah, um, and so I'm thinking about just like because I have adult money now, so I can just buy the entire box set. But of, course. of the movies or the books, the books. Ah, because I need to read more anyway, and the stuff that I'm reading is like Star Wars lore, and I'm like, oh, this is yeah. kind of dry. Uh, and I need something that's like actually like like literature candy, pretty much. So like Harry Potter seems like the best thing. Yeah, I read the whole series in the fifth grade. It, it was like I I don't normally read, but it's it was a it was a fun series to read through. And mm-hmm. by the way, this is not a, a condoning anything related to J.K. Rowling. She's awful. She's terrible. But Harry Potter is good. So deal with it, I guess. I I don't know if I still have the books, but if I do, I can. Well, I'd have to give them to you next time I come up if I have them down here. No, no, I'll just I get might them not myself, have. man. It's it's all good. Yeah, yeah. I just don't want to. I don't want her to receive any more money. You know, J.K. Rowling <laughs> sucks. Yeah. All that she has to do is just stop talking about trans people. And all of mm-hmm. her problems will go away. But she just yeah. cannot help herself. Mm-hmm. It seems like every month she comes out with like a new awful take. Yeah. 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 But Harry Potter is fun. I like it. Mm-hmm. I used to be like way into it. Like I knew everything about the lore. Oh, same. Yeah. I got like the spinoff books with like the mm-hmm. history of magic or whatever. Mm-hmm. I I kind of was like on my way out of the fandom when like Pottermore was started. Yeah. And like, it was also weird when like Dumbledore was revealed to be gay, which fine. Okay. But then like, it was completely ignored. It was never brought up in the books mm-hmm. and it, even in the spinoff movies that are coming out now with young Dumbledore from, from what I've seen, cause I haven't seen the movies, but mm-hmm. it seems like they're not, acknowledging it at all so it just seems like jk she's like dumbledore's gay think i'm progressive but i don't have to work for it you know Mm -hmm. yeah like she wants like progressive points but she doesn't want to like actually advocate for anything good but yeah yeah i should read something shouldn't i i haven't read a book in a while i started handwriting again for the first time since probably high school. It feels weird. I haven't it like does, yeah. handwritten very much. And it feels weird. I started writing in my little comedy notebook uh, that I've had since, basically since I started doing stand-up. I'm trying to get back into that. I've been inspired too by uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. It's, like, it's making me miss that life. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't want to, like, be who I am right now. I tried to say that in a way that didn't seem sad. But, like, you know, I just I want to get back into that. I just have, like, crippling anxiety that's preventing me from doing what I want. Yeah, I get you there. Yeah. Like, it, it's not even, like, it's irrational, too. Because, like, mm-hmm. I I don't want to have an ego. But I was good at it. Like yeah. I, I was, I was competent. Like I, I could write and tell jokes and I could get mm-hmm. laughs. 
Yeah. But I think part of the reason that I'm so scared to go back to it is the last time I did it, it wasn't a particularly good night. Oh, and so yeah. it's just kind of like, like, until I go back on stage, that will be my last experience. Yeah. But there, like, I just, I haven't thought about it in a long time, but there is no better feeling than right after a really good set. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I guess the reason I wanted to talk about the show is like, if you, if you, the listener, if you have a creative talent, use it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, experiment yeah, with definitely. it, exercise that creative muscle. And if it's a live thing, if you feel comfortable going out in public and, you know, going on stage and stuff like, you know, COVID and, and all, like if you're, if you're vaccinated and you, you feel good to go out in public, do it, do it, find an open mic, find, you know, if you're a musician, perform music live because it feels really good. And if you have a bad night, you can always do better the next time. Yeah. And you will do better if you keep doing it and you have a growth mindset and you don't, you know, because it's really easy to fall into the trap of like feeling like if you're not where you want to be now, you'll never be there. No, you will. You just have to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not about having the most raw talent it's about wanting it and it's also important not to gatekeep yourself it's like important not to be like i'm not good enough i can't do this it's just like bro but also like we were saying earlier don't confine yourself to one genre or 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 whatever you know don't confine yourself to any one style or what or anything experiment see what you can be start a master class alex i should i should I should, if performing doesn't work out, I can always, I can always write a book on how to make a million dollars and then sell a million dollars worth of that book. So, you know, I'm qualified. I made a million dollars. You can too. Anyway, I'll get off my soapbox. Uh, do you have anything (laughs) else to, uh, to recommend? I'm I'm a, I'm a little brain dead right now. (laughs) Um, Harry Potter. I'd recommend Harry Potter, but I mean, yeah. not J.K. Rowling, just Harry Potter. Don't, don't give J.K. Story. Rowling money if you can avoid it. But yeah, yeah Harry Potter is fun. It's a little weird yeah. how like certain social issues were handled. Like slavery is weirdly handled because like the house elves, they're yeah. slaves. They're slaves, yeah. But like, I guess it's also part of their genetic makeup that they love being slaves. I don't. Magic, and, bro. And Hermione is the weird one because she wants to free the house elves that work at Hogwarts. By the way, Hogwarts uses slave labor. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't Dumbledore have a thing against that, you think? Nah, Dumbledore is kind of the worst. He's kind of an awful dude. All right. Like, he seems nice. He seems nice, but he's fully willing to let Harry die. Well, Harry was willing to let Harry die. What was that? Harry, Harry was willing to let Harry die. Well, yeah, but that's self-sacrifice. That's that's yeah. virtuous. But like mm-hmm. grooming a child to be killed, it's not it's not cool. But yeah, Harry Potter is good for the most part. You just look good. past that kind of stuff. Yeah, Harry Potter is pretty good. I like. I like it. it. I like. You're allowed to like things that are bad. Yeah. You know, like cigarettes. 
Yeah, you're allowed to like cigarettes. I can't stop you. And I think that's the show then. All right. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Bold of You to Say. If you like it, like it and subscribe. Uh, And we will make more of it. Uh, That's a deal. Um, But you got to hold up your end of the bargain. Turn on notifications for new episodes. We will find you. Turn on automatic downloads for new episodes. And uh, leave a review on Podchaser. That's like an IMDb site for podcasts. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Leave a review on Spotify. I think you can do that now. Uh, If you can, leave a review. Preferably a positive one with nice words and three or more stars. Follow me on social media. Uh, that's all linked down below. Follow my YouTube channel. I make videos there. Don't follow Gavin on anything. Don't follow me. I will I will continue lobbying for Gavin to make a TikTok account. But uh, until then, do not follow him on anything. I mean it. Wait, did you see my new my newest Snapchat story? Uh, I think so. What was it again? If um, if, if a, a Muppeteer uh, jerks off with their Muppet still in their hand, do they techni- technically oh. get a Muppet blowjob? Yeah, that is prime TikTok material. You think so? Post it. Post it. Most of the stuff that you say would be great for TikTok. That kind of stuff thrives there. All right. And have a good 9 a.m. through 9 p.m. our official business hours. And um, have a have a day. Have just a, one. Yeah. Just okay. One. For now, Singular. start off just, small. Yeah. But if you can be trusted with that, have multiple days. You can yeah. add on one or two more and see, see what you can handle.